Welcome, Abundant Babe. I have been waiting for you, and I get the feeling I know you pretty well already. Because like me, you are the visionary, the eternal optimist, the one who embraces all aspects of her intuitive divine feminine while being grounded with ambitious and driven energy. You've got big dreams and you're ready to make it all happen. Well, let me tell you, soul sister, you've come to the right place. The Abundant Babe podcast is designed for goddesses just like you. We will talk about purposeful business, personal growth, mindset, money, manifestation, success, goals, all with a splash of woo and always a tad of silliness. I know you've got it in you and now is the time, beautiful. Trust in yourself and take action on what myself and other abundant babes share in this sacred space. And believe me, babe, your life will continue to change and expand. I'm your host, Viola Hug, multi-passionate entrepreneur, vision alignment coach, and holistic nutritionist. It is so great to have you here. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, abundant babe. It is Viola here, and today you have me, yours truly, speaking to you a little bit about what I've been up to, and then um, on the power of surrender, which I'm not saying I'm an expert at this, but I was sort of having like a mini meditation before this episode, and I was thinking, you know, what would really um, serve the audience, and what is something that's been really super present for me during this transition period? And this is the first thing that popped into my head, so I'm trusting that it is what I'm meant to talk about today. And yeah, let's get into it. So for those of you who are listening to the episode for the very, very first time, welcome. I'm so freaking happy you're here. Welcome to the Abundant Babes Club. (laughs) Um, My name is Viola, like it said in the intro, and I've already said, but just in case you forgot, and I am a somewhere between a German-Canadian slash New Zealander breed, (laughs) although for the past 13 years of my life, I have been living in New Zealand. And just over the past couple of weeks, my husband went to, um, my husband and I went to America for a couple of weeks for an event and catching up with some friends and everything over there, and then moved to Germany. So not only did we move to Germany um, with no real plans, as in we didn't know we were going to stay or anything, Um, But we also decided to make the move with carry-on only. So towards the end of 2016, um, like that new year period between 2016 and 2017, my husband and I were doing a lot of reflecting. And um, although we really love Wellington and the people that are there and just New Zealand in general, because it is such a beautiful, amazing country, we were kind of looking into our future and we were thinking like, you know, when we settle somewhere, which again, still not sure if we're going to settle somewhere, But um, definitely have somewhere that we can come back to as a home, I suppose, like somewhere that's a base for us. Um, We couldn't imagine if it was New Zealand. And we'd done a bit of travel at this point, um, you know, through Asia and the Americas. And we'd been to Germany or Europe like a little bit before. But we hadn't really done heaps of exploration or spent, um, you know, a good amount of time in any cities to kind of really know whether or not that would be the location. So... Because of the fact that we earn all of our income online, we thought it 
we need to make the most of this opportunity while, you know, all of our kind of things that we need, we have responsibility over are um, either easily taken care of, like our property, that's no problem, or um, our online businesses we can take care of as we go and we don't have kids, like, you know, and, and um, my cat is technically the family cat, so he's with my mom, so it's kind of like all these things are really easily taken care of and we can kind of just be on the move and be location independent as we've always kind of said we were but now truly start living that lifestyle so we decided that at the end of 2016 so when our lease was up um at the beginning of April 2017 that's when we decided to sell um most of our stuff so we sold like all our furniture and stuff like that and we moved out of our house and we didn't get a new place to live we actually um I left to go um, to India to do my yoga teacher training after that and then my husband and I met in Bali and we spent a little bit of while there popped back in through New Zealand sold our car and whatnot and then um, moved to LA for three months which was really really cool and we really enjoyed that as well and we, we didn't only live in LA we also kind of lived in like Orange County and that the, those kind of places for those of you familiar with California I'm um, in Laguna Beach which was probably my favorite location although it was a bit more chilly <laughs> And by chilly, I still mean like 20 degrees. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. You'll have to look it up. 20 degrees Celsius. Um, and so there's a reason, by the way, I'm telling this backstory. It's not just because I'm like blah, blah, blah. But um, I just want to give you some context to what I'm talking about. Um, and so when I got back from India, though, like let's just snip back to before we um, went to the States and when I got back from India and Bali, like India was a massive healing journey for me. I didn't know it at the time, but I'd actually just entered my Saturn return during that time. So for those of you familiar with astrology or you've listened to like a couple of the episodes, either um, when I had Tiffany Purdy on my podcast, I'm pretty sure we um, touched on that. And then also I was on Tiffany Purdy's podcast, which is um, now called Limitless Now, and where we talked a lot about kind of Saturn return and living with your human design and that sort of thing. So go check that out if you haven't already, because it was awesome. Um, and yeah, we shared a lot more about that. But anyway, the Saturn return is in astrology when Saturn's made one loop since you were born. And um Saturn, the energy of Saturn is kind of like the life coach planet. It teaches you through like pushing you. Like if you imagine um, like a personal trainer pushing you to do extra push-ups so you can get stronger, that's kind of like Saturn's role. And I feel grateful that um, I've been inspired to be on a personal growth journey for a while. So I feel like the, um, the impact possibly wasn't as drastic or I was more mentally um, like capable or in a state to accept the pressures or whatever that came along with it but yeah the month that I was in India was kind of my first little um spurt of the Saturn return for me and I had so much inner healing and growth happen during that time I let go of so much shit that by the time I got back to New Zealand I honestly felt empty and I remember having conversations with friends and saying like I feel empty like it feels weird and it wasn't in a bad way but it necessarily wasn't in a good way either like it just felt like um, I felt overwhelmed yet confused yet like I, I had no words to describe the feeling it was just like this whole feeling of like I don't know where I fit in I don't know what direction I want to take things in I feel like I need to shift things but I also feel like I am doing the right things like it was just yeah the most bizarre feeling and then it was really cool because I had like a clairvoyant reading with a friend and she said that um, it wasn't actually 
that I was feeling like this emptiness or it wasn't that I was actually having this like um, real confusion or overwhelm. It was actually the fact that I'd let go of so much stuff that I'd created space. Like for the first time in probably my life, if not in a very, very long time, I'd created so much space in my energy field because I'd just been dropping shit left, right and center. (laughs) And, um, you know, thanks to the Saturn return and my experience in India and possibly other things too, I don't know. But um, yeah, so I had created so much space and the feeling that I was feeling was really just like this opportunity to be able to fill that space in with whatever I chose. And I could have for sure in that space very easily um, just, you know, possibly had I had less awareness or I didn't hear that or, you know, whatever the case may have been, I could have easily just sort of sat with that emptiness until all the old habits and all the old stuff just like leaked its way back into that space. Because here's the thing, when we create space in our life, it's like an energy thing. Like it wants to be filled. Like, I don't know if you ever have like that, oh, what's like a good analogy? Like, um, I don't even know if this is a good analogy, but you take like an empty cup and you have like a bath of water or something like that. And you push it into the bath of water and the water like flows in. And as you like push it under the water and that's kind of like what, um, what creating space, um, is like, like you have space, but then as you like move back into society or into your normal day-to-day living, like it wants to be filled. It, It fills itself back up. Um, here's the thing though, if we're conscious about it, we can choose what we fill that space with. And that's what's so, so powerful. So when I realized that I was like, okay, now more than ever, I need to be really adamant about everything that I accept in my life. So like the boundaries that I set for myself in terms of the people that I spend time with, the boundaries that I set in terms of myself. And, um, you know, like I kind of came up with this feeling and it wasn't like I necessarily had a plan like I didn't sit down and freaking make this ginormous graph of all these things I was going to fill my space with but it was kind of just like this awareness that I had of what I was willing to accept in my life and what I wasn't so I set a very strong energetic boundary through doing that and I recommend everyone does that because newsflash you're not a fucking victim you know life isn't happening to you and sometimes that can be hard to hear, but I know, I know that you're taking it in the right way. Life is happening for you. Actually, though, like you are so powerful and there is no energy source that is stronger than what you're capable of reaching by yourself. So literally, unless you give permission, nothing can penetrate you. So you don't need to worry about some friggin' evil spirit coming to take over you or someone pushing their shit onto you because unless you allow it, unless you open yourself up to receiving that, it cannot penetrate you, okay? So just moving forward in life, keep that in mind. You set the standard of the energy that you are willing to have in your life, that you want to accept in your life. And this is not a scary thing. This is a very empowering thing. <laughs> and sometimes empowering things can be a little bit scary. But, um, and, I, and I get that. But um, yeah, it's kind of like um, this whole concept of... Um, if you decide that you are only available for positive relationships and you are only available for things that are going to help you grow and add like a positive um, impact into your life, 
then that's what you'll start to experience. And you don't have to do any voodoo shit. Like you literally just make that decision in your mind and things will align, okay? Um, yes, it is actually that simple. Um, it, it is hard, but here's the thing. I actually want to talk about this. Like it's simple, it's hard. Like I don't, I don't even know. We all know what it's like because it's like, you know the concept is simple and it is. Like if we were just our soul, right? Like we could friggin' manifest anything out of thin air, we could create. And, you know, there's like um, stories um, and people who tune into past lives. I've connected with this myself before. There's like literally a time when humans used to do this. And it was like we had, I guess, like maybe not a lot of ego or I don't know what was going on, but we were just like, we could do anything. Um, And our um, capability, our connection with spirit was so close to oneness that um, we had that ability to be able to manifest essentially anything into reality. And through experiencing life though, right, through being a human, through being gifted this experience of being a human being, the only way that we as humans experience life the way that we do is because of polarity. So polarity is so important because it is literally how we like describe life. It's how we talk about things. It's like, um, we talk about the day because it's a comparison to night, or we talk about feeling good because it's a comparison to bad. You know, we talk about being abundant because it's a comparison to scarcity. And I heard this in conversations with God and I thought it was so beautiful, but really this whole process of being um, a human is, for if, you know, if you are magnificent and abundant and all of these amazing things at your core, at your soul, and, you know, we are all a piece of God, we are all a part of this universal energy, and we all within us have this incredible power. Um, how do we know that? Like, how can we experience that if there's nothing different? So the human experience is our opportunity to have that polarity, to know that, to know what we are right? So this might be like a little bit over some of your heads. Like I feel like sometimes even it's over my own head, but it's just like this truth that I feel and I know. And because I've, um, you know, not only um, heard this stuff, I've experienced it in my own way. I just so, so know it to be true and, you know, in a sense. And so, oh my gosh, I can't even remember the point of why I brought this up. Um, But yeah, so we're, That's what I was going to say. So yes, we have this incredible capability within us and we all have the opportunity to tap into that. We have the opportunity to tap into that unity, bring ourselves back into one with spirit. And there's many different states that we can put ourselves in through meditation and, you know, other amazing things that allow us to step into that. Um, However, we are still human beings. So here's the point that I wanted to make. If you make a mistake, if you notice yourself walking down the street and judging yourself or judging someone else, or you have some negative self-talk, or you slip back into an old habit, do not fucking get down on yourself and think, oh my gosh, I suck at this, blah, 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 because it's not true. You know, like these habits have been built not only in your lifetime, you know, some bad habits or mindsets, I don't necessarily want to call them bad, but habits that aren't serving you, you know, like they can sometimes have been passed on genetically. They can be passed on um, like through belief systems from past generations. They can be passed on from friggin' past lives. Like you don't even know where half your shit comes from. So you can't like be so hard on yourself and understand that you're human though. And 
every human is meant to go through a process. And yes, we can let it be easy, but part of letting it be easy is actually this whole experience of being able to witness our humanness, witness when we, um, you know, I guess like move out of alignment and being to course correct, being able to have compassion for ourselves and love for ourselves and mostly over and above anything, recognizing that our awareness that we have moved out of alignment is where the magic happens. This is where we bring ourselves back to unity. This is where we step into our highest path, right? Beautiful shit. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Yes, so... It is such an incredible process. And so now going back to my story that I was telling, um, this is like that feeling that I was feeling, right? So I knew that I was in a space where I could energetically align myself to greater things. And um, after that, like, you know, I went through another little, because I had two kind of main bursts with my Saturn return, not going to go into it, like I said, with the astrology stuff. But um, yeah, and then my my year ended with massive things shifting. You know, like I saw saw um, one of my core businesses in a whole new light. I relaunched one of my other businesses to make it an official business, um, which is like kind of my coaching stuff because I'd been doing a lot of that for free or for just like cheap or just not valuing myself as a coach um, to the level that um, I knew I could help people at. So I finally like launched that Um the way I knew I should be launching it. Um, and then, yeah, then basically the new year brought this whole new amazingness with it. So firstly, I'm like now in my phase two of my line six profile human design. For those of you who speak that language, I'm out of my Saturn return. So a lot of things have really shifted because of that energetic stuff, but also because of um, the way that I was choosing to um, live my life and what I was allowing into my life and the energetic boundaries I was setting for myself. So that was one thing. And then um, we, you know, at this point, we owned like a few things, not much though, (laughs) Um, but we still managed to downsize even further. And then that kind of made the, uh, I guess, solidified our decision that we were going to travel with carry on only overseas. And um, we were going to spend two weeks in um, America and then fly to Germany where we would look for an apartment and somewhere to stay in Berlin. So that was our plan, right? And being moving from another country, right, is already a big deal. And a lot of people ask how long we're staying in Berlin, and I have no answer for that because it depends on visas, it depends on how much we like it here, it depends on what our soul tells us it wants because we're really, you know, since probably last year or so, we've been really working on just listening to what our intuition wants um, in terms of decisions and not trying to get all logical about it. Um, so, you know, who knows how long we'll be here. We'll be here however long we're here, and then I'm sure we'll think of another new location. However, the difference with this move is, is that we have no intention of coming back to New Zealand. We've kind of like um, separated all our ties. Like, of course, we're going to come back to visit and we may even come back to live, but we don't see that happening in the near future, um, with possibly within the next couple of years. You know, like we have a list of other places we'd love to live and explore before we come back. So, um, you know, what has been our home base for a long time, we've now cut our ties from. So it's very much up in the air. Um, and so, yeah, traveling with carry-on only meant we were taking kind of like just the necessities. The majority of my weight and my bag was honestly taken up by my like journals and my books. 
um, and that sort of thing. Um, and thank God for audiobooks. Otherwise, I don't think I could have made that trip. But um, yeah, and then a few clothes, which uh, also kind of like an ego thing, but I've had to get over the fact that I don't need to have like a billion, jillion beautiful clothes in order to feel worthy, which used to be um, a huge part of my story. I don't, I don't, I don't think I shared this on my story um, episode, which was, I think, episode 10. Um, but I actually used to have a full on shopping addiction and it was like, there were so many layers to it, but like, if I didn't have nice clothes, I didn't feel good enough. And, um, if I wasn't buying things, I also didn't, I don't know, it was just like this whole cycle. So anyway, it's been a long thing that I've retrained myself as well. So coming here with like a handful of outfits actually has, I've noticed that I'm like, "Mm, I wish I had like really cool clothes. And I see like all people with like really cool fashion, but actually we are going to go on a big shopping spree soon. So I'll fill in some of those things, but still like, it's a, it's a little thing. I know like totally 21st century problem, but this is what my soul and my humanness is used to. So it's still a challenge for me, right? We can't judge anyone else's challenge. And just a quick little side note on that. Just be reminded that any judgment is judgment of self. Any judgment is judgment of self. So where you're judging, have really hard look in the mirror to see where in your life this is coming up for you and why you feel you need to judge in that situation. Um, Hence why I really make a practice of um, not judging or if I have judged, not judging myself for judging. (laughs) Um, Thanks to Gabby Bernstein's book, The Judgment Detox, which is so good for those of you that have read it. For those of you that haven't, I highly recommend it. I like cried my way through that book because um, yeah, it definitely allowed me to release a lot. So yeah, it was so good. So there was that aspect of it. And then like not until four days before we got here, we even knew where we were going to live. Or maybe it was like six days. Yeah, it might have been like six days. But um, we were we were going to book like an Airbnb last minute. But then it was just so amazing how it worked out. Um, you know, one of our friends ended up going away and let us have the apartment for a few days. And then our plan was during those few days to find an apartment to actually live in. And, you know, all would be good. And here's where this whole thing of surrender and trust comes in, because that can be really scary. And like, we didn't do that because we're like super spontaneous freaking like, yeah, we are. And we definitely come across that way. But it's because I have such a deep level of trust in the universe and knowing that life happens for me, that if we got here and didn't find a place, I wouldn't have been worried about it because I would have known that it was for a reason. You know, like I have this level of certainty that life is happening for my highest good at all times that I did not see a need to stress out about that stuff. Now, did I stress out in the moment when things looked like they weren't going to plan? Mm, I felt the pressure, (laughs) but, um, but here's what happened. So yeah, we got here. We had our friend's apartment for four days. Um, we, uh, woke up the first day, went and got breakfast, came home, we're a bit tired. So we laid down for a quick nap, woke up at 4 p.m. and then basically just um, went and got dinner. And we thought, mm, we should probably start looking for some apartments. So we were looking through some different websites and joining like Facebook groups for apartments for um, in Berlin. And then, so that was Wednesday by this point so we arrived Tuesday night so this was Wednesday so we just like we're joining groups because we couldn't obviously look for apartments until we've been accepted to the group then Thursday morning we started getting accepted into some groups and we're looking through and we're not really seeing anything and 
We're like, oh, this is, isn't really looking that good because we knew we had to leave Saturday. Um, and then we're just looking, 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 looking. Then I decide to casually do a post. Um, and yeah, then I just did a post on my um, Facebook because I just got this like quick urge. I think we were just about to go out somewhere and I thought, I'm just going to do a quick post. And I just wrote like, which I'd already done before because before we'd even come to Germany, both Nick and I had posted like, hey, who knows people in Berlin? Like if you know anyone that's looking, like, like needs somewhere, like an extra room for rent or has an apartment for rent, let us know. Um, but I just did a quick post. Hey, any friends or friends of friends have a place to rent in Berlin? Just real quick. And then we went out and I came back and there'd been like a couple of tags and I suddenly had all of these messages flooding. And I think actually at this point it was Friday morning. Like I can't even quite remember how it worked out. But, you know, again, like time's getting thin. Like we need a place for the next day. And um, then, yeah, we get these messages from these apartments and then... Yeah, and then some of them were like, you know, not necessarily in the price range or we had to share with people and we were really looking for a place on our own. Um, but then we found a place, but it wasn't available for another two weeks. And then just last minute, our other friend messages us and says, hey, my friend's got an apartment available from now for two weeks. So sharing with someone. Um, and we thought, oh my God, perfect. And so I think it wasn't, and then we were kind of messaging back and forth to try and sort things out. And so it wasn't until Saturday that we actually worked it out. <laughs> but on Saturday, we confirmed one apartment, which starts September 7th. And then we confirmed our current, um, like we confirmed somewhere to have in between for um, the time being as well. And on the Saturday, right, within just like a nick of time. And I remember, you know, on the Thursday or Friday morning, like Nick was really starting to stress out and in all fairness as well. And I was kind of like feeling the pressure, but I was just like, I just kept returning back to if, if it's meant to work out, it will. And I was thinking, like, I wasn't trying to buy into it too much, but I was thinking like, look, we've got so many options. Worst case scenario, we get an Airbnb. We could go like to Cologne to visit my uncle because he already offered us a place to stay if we needed it. Like I have friends in other places in Germany that I'm sure we can stay with. Like whatever's meant to happen, if we're meant to stay in Berlin, we'll find a place. And the coolest thing is this apartment, um, on Friday, we decided we would go out and explore Berlin a little bit more because we thought if we are going to leave Berlin, we want to at least um, have seen a little bit of it um, before we go. So we better explore and go out for like a nice vegan dinner and stuff. So we went and looked at a few places like Checkpoint Charlie and the Berlin Wall and a few other places and um, then went out for dinner at this really yummy vegan place. And we, when we got to the vegan place, as soon as we kind of started walking down the street, we both got this really strong energetic feeling and we're like, this is the area that we're meant to live in. And we didn't know what it was. Like it was, yeah, it was really beautiful and stuff, but it was just this feeling. We're like, we're meant to live in this area. And then believe it or not, the apartment we secured is literally like a, what is it? You call it a perpendicular street to the street we were on. And like such a beautiful area, such a beautiful apartment. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, thank you universe. And, um, and yeah, so anyway, like a few other things happened as well that were really like amazing and um, worky outy. But here's the thing with surrender, because this is, to be honest, surrender is something I never understood. And because for the most of my life, I really operated from a wounded masculine space. 
So I very much, in terms of like feminine and masculine energies, I was a lot more masculine, which if you think about masculine energy is a lot more like in, in its disempowered state is a lot more like forceful. Like it's very much like I've got to make it happen. And many things led me to be like that in my life. Firstly, with being the oldest child for any oldest children out there, like I feel like it's just like you're born with that little bit more masculine energy um, once the siblings start coming along. <laughs> and um, then there's, you know, there's just many, many, many other occasions that have basically um, made me or not made me, but at the time without the awareness that I had around it, I did step into my masculine energy and really... Um, started to rely on that masculine energy. So it was almost like my safety. Whenever I felt like things were going wrong with my finances, I tapped into making it happen. I forced opportunity upon us. Like I did whatever it took. I burnt myself out. I like went through every last contact in the book and I like made things happen, right? That was the energy. And then there came a beautiful learning lesson in my life that lasted a few years where suddenly doing things wasn't working anymore. And then I started to hear about this concept of not doing anything and surrender. And like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, no, I'm not going to rely on some woo magic to get my, you know, to achieve my goals. I am going to make my goals happen if it kills me type attitude, right? So I was so like, the masculine energy was my safety. That's the only way that I can describe it. If ever anything was going wrong, I defaulted into that space. You know, like you hear like really like cool, like empowered spiritual people. It's like things are going wrong and they go into meditation. Like, no, for me, I like hustled. <laughs> um, and yeah, and then anyway, things slowly started to shift for me. And I've definitely, um, I feel I am way more in tune with my empowered aspects of both my masculine and feminine, and I operate way more out of both of those now. Um, but I am still aware that there's times when I notice those like wounded feminine and masculine traits wanting to come through in the work that I do, which if you want to know more about the masculine and feminine energies, I, I did an epic episode. I'm just going to look up what it was. I think it was episode 23 um, on the podcast. Yep. Episode 23, The Duality of Masculine and Feminine Energies in Business. That was like such a great episode. So go back and check that out if you want to know more about the masculine and feminine energies. But um, the more empowered feminine energy comes more from a space of faith, right? So it's this energy that you know things are going to work out. And yes, it took me a long time to grasp a hold of this, but it's almost like, how do I explain this? It's almost like you have such certainty that it will work out that you don't need to make it happen. So let's say you have a goal, you have a desire and you get clarity on your desire. And, you know, in this instance, our desire was to move to Berlin. And I mean, many other reasons, but this let's just make it simple. Um, so our desire was to move to Berlin. And then we took inspired action on this, right? So we saw that goal. And when we saw flights come up or we looked up flights when we felt inspired to, and we, um, reached out to people and, you know, the whole shebang, we took inspired action. But my main role during that time was visualizing the positive outcome. So whenever I was in meditation or whenever I was feeling like I needed extra support, I would connect with my guides and I would ask for support in um in our travel and I would 
and I would also visualize everything working well. So I didn't even visualize like the whole process of needing to find a place or anything like that. I just visualized being in Berlin in a really beautiful apartment that was just my husband and I. And, you know, just like feeling really good, like drinking hot drinks and like having like client calls and um, exploring the city and just feeling really like free and like tapping into that feeling. That was the main thing that I was doing. And so I was visualizing that so much and I was giving gratitude for it as if it already happened. And this is how you surrender. It's almost like you feel so grateful for the fact that it's going to happen that suddenly you don't feel that attachment to it anymore. Like suddenly it's not just like, oh my God, I hope it works out. I wonder if it's going to work out. How's it going to work out? It's just like, you already feel so energetically connected to it because you spend so much time like connecting to it on on that like visualization and emotional and gratitude level that it's like, oh yeah, it's already happened. Like I can feel it in my bones that it's happened. So you don't need to worry about it. And that then letting go of that worry and letting go of that um, control is then where things start to align. Do you still need to take inspired action? Do you still need to do all that kind of stuff? Of course. But it's like, it's now coming from a place of like, hmm, I feel guided to take this action, not like, oh my God, I have to wake up and like check my phone a hundred million times for like new listings. No, it's just like you live your life. You already know it's going to work out. And then, oh, you get an inspiration to go like check on apartments. So you do, or you get the inspiration to post on Facebook. And it's so funny because before I did that post on Facebook, I was also saying to Nick, I was like, I just get this feeling we don't need to look online anymore. And he's like, yeah, I know what you mean, kind of, you know, like, and I was just like, no, seriously, I just don't think we should be looking online anymore. I think if it's got, if it's meant to work out, it will. Like, we've done our dash, we've looked at apartments, we've messaged people, let's just see what happens. And then that's when I had that inspiration to do the post, right? So I was thinking, oh, I'll just may as well do a post, forgot about it, you know, and still like thinking it's going to work out if it's meant to, like, you know, and, and the universe knows the timing of my life better than I know, so who am I? you know, to, to the side that now or later is the time that we find the apartment. So anyway, um, that's really what I wanted to share with you. This energy of surrender is so powerful and it's really what allows you to, um, to step into the highest alignment because of course you can force things to happen in your life. You can move into this energy of hustle and you can really, really get things done. But the thing is, is that you don't know necessarily if those things are meant for you or even meant for you at that time. Of course, we think we know what we want. And often those decisions are the things that will then like recalibrate us to figuring out what we really want. And I always say like 10 steps in the wrong direction is better than taking no steps at all, because at least you'll figure out you're walking in the wrong direction (laughs) and you would have learned something, you know, along the way. But um, yeah, it's like there is a higher power within you. Like there's this inner sense of knowing that already knows the right thing. And if we can learn to move into a space where we can trust the timing of the universe and we can trust um, that life is actually happening for us, things just start to flow with such better ease and things will work out even better than you can even expect right now. So that is all I wanted to share with you today. Um, I also wanted to do a little shout out to my social media. If you guys don't follow me, I'm at Viola Hug on everything. So Instagram and Facebook are the main places that I hang out. Of course, I hang out on my podcast and I also have an email list if you guys want to join that, which you can find um, and subscribe to on my website, uh, which is violahug.com. Super easy. 
Um, and when you do subscribe to my email list, you also get a free visionary toolkit, which um, gives you um, like a booklet explaining um, how to make money doing what you love and as well how to create a website that manifests soul clients. So um, both of those uh, are pretty fun and they're free on my website. Whoop, whoop. The reason I wanted to mention this social media stuff uh, is because um, I am going to be launching a free abundance challenge. Um, I don't have like the name of it or like the exact details worked out completely yet, which is, is why I'm not sharing it completely. But within the next week, like before the next episode, there'll be details about it on social media. Um, so definitely follow me if that sounds like something you'd love to take part in and it's going to be for free. I believe I'm going to be hosting my group, Abundant Babes, a home for a visionary, which is also free for any abundant babe to join. So you can come join me over there if you like as well. Um, and yeah, anything else that I have to say? Oh, and then some really awesome stuff coming up as well. So if you already follow me on social media, you may have already seen my posts, but I did a post the other day and I just um, mentioned about like now that we're here and we're settled in, like I'm actually starting to get work done and all of these like ideas that I've had over the past like months um, are now like really coming into fruition. So you may have seen as well that I've been talking about launching a manifesting group coaching program for a while. So that's in the works, which is really exciting. Like I am friggin' tripping out at how epic this program is. And I know that I was meant to wait till now because there's a lot of things that I've learned through like my coach and other things that have um, really like allowed me to step into an even higher space of value that I'm of offering with this program. So that's going to be coming out. I have, um, I've already had a few inquiries, but I have two spaces for my premium coaching opening up um, by the end of September. So that's super fun and exciting as well. Um, and then my Abundant Babes Academy, which is kind of like my collaborative platform. Um, there's going to be some new stuff with that. So I'm doing a little bit of reframing. Like I'm working with the most epic group of people already in that, but I'm going to reframe that a little bit in terms of how you guys perceive it, because I think there's been some confusion as to actually what it is. Um, and it is for a very specific person, like that whole Abundant Babes Collective is all about um, it's for entrepreneurs, like soulful entrepreneurs, business babes who already kind of have an idea of what they're doing. They're already kind of working on their sole purpose, but they're looking for a way to create bigger impact, maybe an extra stream of income and add more value to their clients and everything like that um, in a way that's really supportive for their own business and their own growth as well with like doing masterminding and that kind of stuff. So it's, yeah, it's really amazing. But yeah, I'm going to be working on some reframing stuff for that because um, I just feel that there's, yeah, specific people that this is really meant for that um, I want to get more clarity on in my um, wording for it so you guys like really understand that that's for you. Um, and then what else? I think those are the main things that I wanted to share. Um, and of course, keeping you in the loop because you're my sister, <laughs> gotta tell you, and staying true to my manifester human, human design, which is really, you know, my job is always to inform people, let them know what I'm up to. So, so you know what I'm doing behind closed doors. That is it. Um, I would love your feedback as well on this episode. Like, let me know what your thoughts were um, from any of the things that I mentioned. Like, if there's something you'd love to know about as well. Like, if you're thinking, oh, I'd love to learn this from you or I'm most excited about hearing about that, let me know as well because that's always good to know so I can, you know, put some extra juice into that area of my work. And um, if you haven't already, I'd be so grateful if you rate um, like the podcast episode and leave a review because that really does make a difference and share it with a friend if you enjoyed it as well. 
Thank you so much. I freaking love you guys. And I cannot wait to connect with you again next week. Talk to you again later. Bye.